You're listening to Optional Opinions, the only opinion podcast made by average dudes for average Joes. So quit listening, Carol. Ooh. Call I'm out sure the Carol. You've done Carol before. I was thinking that, but <laughs> <laughs> who keeps track? No, um, I. The podcast. Yeah. The podcast. All yeah, the play it's fine. Carol just says double. Can't listen. Maybe that's a whole two negatives equal positive situation. Right. Mm. Carol Baskin. <laughs> well, all right. We're back after uh, all of our sabbatical from this podcast, I guess. Um, I'm Brandon. I'm Kyle. I'm Davis. And we're going to talk about the movie Extraction. Is that what it's called? Yes, sir. Okay. Good old Netflix original. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> did Did you watch it? Yeah, I did. Um, I just don't. The name isn't that unique, so I, I wanted true. to make sure that I. Kind of like the movie. Correctly. True. <laughs> <laughs> Although I feel like you should be able to remember the name because, like, the whole plot is like one word, and it's literally just extraction. Right. <laughs> that is the plot of the movie. <laughs> yeah, you're not wrong. <laughs> So, uh, all right. Um, do you want to get into uh, just your? I mean, I guess you guys already started your opinions, but but Davis, do you want to flesh that out a little bit more? Yeah, I mean, uh, I I thought it was you know it was entertaining, it was good, but like <laughs> you should watch this movie. If you have seen, if you want an action movie, but you've seen all of the Jason Bourne movies, you've seen, uh, what is that movie? Scor- Sc- Sicario. Yeah, Sicario. you've seen Sicario 1 and 2. You've seen... I feel like Sicario 1 is, is not... Sicario 2 is more so of an action movie. Sicario 1... Yeah, that's true. If you've seen Sicario 2, if you've seen uh, even, you know, like all the James Bonds, this is, I don't know, it it felt pretty cliche to me, but I mean, it was still entertaining and there were some cool moments, um, like just some cool action moments that were fun to watch, but it didn't, it wasn't necessarily for me, like... Oh man, this movie is so cool! Like, there didn't seem to be a whole lot of originality in it, yeah, so right. I think I'd give it a six point eight seven. Or can we not do that? <laughs> I'm gonna just I'm gonna give it a seven. You can do whatever you want, dude. It's what I'm, I'm gonna give it a C plus. I don't think I, I don't, I don't think I'd watch it again. Uh, like unless somebody was like, "Oh yeah, I should, we really should watch this," and like, and they hadn't seen it, then I'd be like, "Okay, I guess." But it was, you know, it was. I didn't. I wouldn't say that it was a waste of time by any means, but I don't think I'd seek it out to watch it again. That's fair. All right. Sweet. I, I, you want me to go, Brad? Or you want to go? Yeah, I mean. Oh, oh. Yeah. Uh, 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 uh. Alright, I'll go, I'll go, I'll go. <laughs> yeah, so I don't know. To me this like 
fits a genre of movies that like I just need to watch occasionally. You know, it's just like it, <laughs> this is actually like, yeah, this is the perfect movie for Kyle. If if you have this genre of movies that you would need to watch, like this is a perfect movie for that. <laughs> it's like yeah it's like i don't know sometimes i'm just looking for a movie where i could just watch it just like it's just entertaining there's not really any plot that i have to care about it's like mm-hmm. it's just a good action movie you know there's a lot of cool action scenes and that's like as far as netflix original goes i like movies i thought this was one of the better ones um oh really yeah i don't know i guess i haven't seen a ton of netflix original movies but like this one, I feel like it was way better than, uh, what's that one with, what's his face? Um, yeah, that was really That's helpful, a lot right? of movies. Yeah. <laughs> it was Six Underground. Six Underground is what I was trying to think of. Oh, that looked so dumb. I didn't yeah. Yeah. So, well, so that's the thing is like, it, it was advertised as a movie, you know, this doesn't have a pause, it's just a cool action movie, right? Like that's yeah. literally what it is. And I mean, it was it was directed by Michael Bay, and you could definitely tell that. Yeah, <laughs> but this one, like I thought, you know, the action scenes were a lot cooler, and I really enjoyed it. For yeah, I mean, this is exactly what I was looking for in the moment. Just like a movie that I could just watch and not really have to care about the plot and mm-hmm. get to see some cool action scenes. I mean, it's very much like John Wick, like very similar Equalizer, right? You know, so I enjoyed it. I mean, I'd give it like I'd give it a solid eight out of ten, just because I went in knowing the expectations or like knowing what it was going to be. Like I know mm-hmm. I wasn't about to get a good plot. I was just going to see some sweet action scenes. Right. Yeah. Would That's you fair. watch it again? Yeah, I'd probably watch it again. Like if a sequel came out, I'd for sure watch that. Uh huh. Yeah, I I, uh, I think it's funny because I was taken aback when you saying like it's one of the better Netflix movies. I was just like kind of offended for like half a second i was like um excuse you and then i th- i couldn't think of any that were better <laughs> i i can think of like the highwaymen and people are gonna that, say yeah, okay. the irish yeah, that's true. but oh the irish yeah there's not there's not a whole lot that i can yeah recall and we're probably forgetting a lot highwaymen is really good i forgot yeah. that was actually a netflix original um i think Roma but i think netflix is actually technically yeah, I don't know. I think Netflix really shines with its series as opposed to the movies. I think the series are a lot better. I think yeah, it's trying to break into the movie scene. Yeah, they've been trying to for a while though. Um, yeah, I feel like they go back and forth with trying to be like super dramatic and trying to win Oscars, and then these movies. Right. So, I wouldn't say they go back and forth. I think it's more they just like someone pitches them an idea and they're like, "Yep, let's do it." Here's a, that's here's true. I guess five yeah, million that dollars. Is how that like, works. Go that make whatever you want. Right. <laughs> so it's not like they really like. I don't think Netflix really cares what content they're trying to produce. They're just trying to produce content. Is more right. what well, it is. I think they do to some extent because like they look at like what their viewers are most interested in, and yeah, so like because yeah, yeah, they they true. talk about how like. Um, most of their the most popular content overall is Adam Sandler flicks. And so that's why they've done so many deals with Adam Sandler to uh, produce whatever he wants. They don't, they, they probably get some vague of a pitch, but then they're just like, okay, here's your money and go do it. Like you were saying, but I think they do well, vet it a little get, bit. I get a pitch from Adam Sandler. I think they maybe not, him. maybe not him, but yeah. like in general, um, yeah. 
Marriage Story sure they get was a, a Netflix yeah. original. I forgot oh, about true. that one. I actually haven't seen that yet. Me either. Me neither. I, I, I kind of. Really like <laughs> yeah, like it just seems depressing. That's what I've heard. I've heard it's really good, but it's also just really sad. And I was yeah. like, okay, well, I don't. I heard it's like it's like super well acted and directed, but it's just like you don't care about the people because they're just such awful people. That's kind of like what I've heard about it. Uh huh. So podcast idea no i'm just kidding i don't want to um that ship has sailed but uh okay i guess i haven't given my opinion yeah get get your rating all right all right all right all right so um i'll be brief um because we're already like 10 minutes in um i enjoyed it comma however (laughs) um as a uh as a movie as like a general movie i i don't think it rates that high like kind of similar to davis i think i gave it a 6.5 as a general movie but as an action flick i gave it an eight um and i think that distinction is important because like this movie is i i hate talking through movies um or when people talk through movies but this entire movie cassie we're just talking about like all the like quote-unquote nuances of it and just like different things happening and so like i think it's one of those movies that like kyle said you don't have to care about and um knowing that i give it an eight so but there is there is a difference um Uh there actually were some times where when i was watching the movie i like picked on picked up on some stuff that might be like symbolism or whatever but then i remembered what movie i was watching and i was like i mean maybe it is but I mean, that, doesn't sure have, is, but that doesn't have yeah. nearly the emotional right like yeah, pull than any other movie so i don't really care that much <laughs> yeah okay well that's about all we have to say so good podcast guys <laughs> <laughs> i guess we could spoil it spoiler warning not that there's much to spoiler unless if you watch the trailer already. I mean, there's a fair amount to spoiler. Yeah, there's some like deaths and stuff. Yeah. Anyway, spoilers. Who's starting now? Starting now. <laughs> starting right now. N- now. Right. Okay. So who's going to talk now? Let's now. see. So I guess even though it was, you know, just your common action flick, like. There definitely was some, I feel like, emotional, you know, scenes within it. April's definitely upset during a couple of scenes. She's like, why would they do that, you know, when they killed off a couple different characters? But it's, it's spoiler time, so you could... So you, you don't have to... You, say you different characters. The, the issue is I don't remember their names. So. <laughs> I do, yeah. Tyler? April's helping me with names. Well, he's, for. he's not dead. Da, da, well, so da, I, think, spoiler. I think they played it perfectly, right? Like, if nobody watches it, or if people watch it but don't really want a sequel, he's dead. But if they want a sequel, he, he's alive, you know? Like, right. <laughs> it'd be so easy to pull him out of, out of that situation. Right. Especially with the I, whole couple scenes of like him underwater, you know, or whatever. Like, yeah, uh-huh. yeah. they, they totally like, set it up for him to still be alive. Yeah, that honestly was almost my downvote. Is that they didn't, like, they didn't stick kill with him. their guns? 
Yeah. I don't know. Like, I I thought it was cool at the end that there was like hope, but at the same time I was like this is kind of weird. But I can get into that. You you go, Brandon. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I thought it would have been more interesting if like maybe like we see like cuz we we saw the kid like going up on the the diving board right and it's kind of like symbolizing like oh he's trying to i guess maybe become like tyler in some ways like trying to train himself and maybe to conquer his fear and i think it would have been more interesting to see like maybe like him in like 10 years as like some buff dude and he wants to get revenge on the guy and that sets up a sequel i think that's more interesting than having the stereotypical like oh is he like man of steel the rocks flying on the the grave like is he alive question mark like yes he, he, he definitely is <laughs> yeah and like when he got shot in the neck on the bridge i looked at cassie and i was like he's gonna fall in the water and then he's gonna not see the body and then he's gonna be they're gonna have some sort of hint at the end that he's alive like when he as soon as he got shot in the neck i was like that's exactly what's gonna happen uh-huh. that's what happened and it's just too predictable like don't don't get me wrong i know this is an action film and i know there's not supposed to be deep levels to it but i think this entire movie was like such cookie cutter. I wish they would have at least deviated a little bit from it to try to be a little different. Right. I was, I was hoping as I was watching that there was going to be some kind of like twist. And I guess there was a little bit of twist in that. Um, the guy who was, uh, what's his, what's his name? Son. Son, Sachin? I don't know. Satan? No. The um the guy who is like kind of Ovi's like caretaker basically. Yeah. You know, with the cool long hair, Saju. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Saju, I think. Um like you think that he is just out to, to kill Ovi and then it turns out that like they actually want to help. And, uh, like that he's just trying to save, he's just trying to look out for his family. Cause he knows that they don't have the money to pay him, but he still needs to get his son. So yeah, I thought, I thought that was a cool plot point. How he, right. Like, he yeah. So, him, and then instead of paying like, cause he couldn't pay and then didn't have money, like he was just going to take them out. Like, I thought that was a very interesting plot point. I right. And cool. not like, not that he was trying to, trying to get back at his boss or whatever, but just that he, this was the only way forward. I thought that was interesting. Um, but that was really, that wasn't as like, I don't know that wasn't as twisty as I thought it was, as I was hoping that it was going to get, I guess. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. I, yeah. I feel like the, like the choreography and stuff with the fight scenes, I thought that was really well done. Like, yeah, that's true. Like, it I did, thought it was like John Wick style. Like, yeah, John Wick. It reminded me a lot of like Jason Bourne because I think you yeah. know the, the Bourne movies were basically the first ones. I I think, um, but again, my opinion is optional. But they were basically the first ones to do to have action sequences that you're basically like in it feels like you're fighting with them 
the camera is like super close and it's you know when they're fighting it's super awkward sometimes like they're just grabbing he grabs a mug at one point and throws it at a guy um so yeah i i I thought those were really cool but they did i when i was watching it i was like oh that's really cool that's like jason Bourne. it wasn't like oh that's really cool i've never seen that before so Mm -hmm. yeah yeah although if you i i think i saw some like online of footage of like some of the like there was one really long like one take fight scene that was really impressive yeah, the car chase was car really chase. cool. Yeah, and like if you watch how they filmed that, there was like a camera dude who was like literally like dove into a car through a window and stuff, and like it was like super well done as far as cinematography goes for like a couple of the different action scenes and how they like you know followed people. It was like crazy, you know. It was like the cameramen were like stuntmen, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, I actually was kind of like slightly disappointed in that scene. Um, but not so much as like the content of it. I thought the choreography was really good. Um, I thought some, cause it, it, it obviously wasn't one cut. Um, there was a bunch of hidden cuts throughout. Mm-hmm. Um, and I did notice I, that that's actually how I realized that the scene was supposed to look like one cut is because I started noticing those one cuts where like people would walk between, them and the camera or the camera would focus on like the when he was getting into the truck the camera started to go in focused on the car door and then went up to them i was like oh i guess this is i guess realizing oh this has been there was a cut there but this has been all one take Mm -hmm. basically Do do you think you guys realize that more after watching 1917 yeah um no i i sort of I started noticing those kinds of things during Daredevil season two. When they did the hallway scene, um, there was a lot of obvious like cuts when there was, uh, or hidden right. cuts. Oh yeah, for sure. That's like ever since Daredevil, that's like, I, I've been in love with one take scenes and, um, like I pay pretty close attention whenever like movies start doing it. Um, but, I I my, this is one of the reasons I I dislike it. I cuz like seeing what one take shots with hidden cuts can be like through um what's it called? Uh what you just said 1917 um versus this um I think the distinction is pretty pretty strong. And really? I, I thought they were pretty similar. I mean, really? I don't, I, mean, I don't think 1917, so. like, you know, clearly went, you know, <laughs> through a rock or over a rock or like, you know, clearly would z- like hone in on the black a little bit longer. I feel like it's pretty common between the two. Here, here's the thing though. Like they may have been like having those swipe cuts um, are pretty obvious and I don't necessarily mind those. Like it's obvious when it happens, but like there was a, a lot of like, the camera would pan so quickly. Like it was like almost distracting. I think 1917 was a little more graceful with it. Yes. Yes, exactly. Um, And there was just a lot of obvious and kind of like, maybe not lazy, but maybe could have been cleaned up in post-production if the post-production team was given more time with it. Um, Where it was just kind of like, yeah, there was a lack of grace and elegance to it. Um, but 
I think that was my only problem. With, like I said, the choreography was really cool and it was a really fun scene. Um, but I'm just being nitpicky. <laughs> yeah, and, and I feel like the fact that the fact that we're even having this conversation being nitpicky like that shows that this movie like did a better job than it needed to do in the first place. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. You're 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 100 right on that. Um, like, yeah, because like I was watching this and I was like, this movie had no need to be as good as it just was, as far as cinematography, like choreography, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. No, you're you're 100 right. But uh, but yeah, it was a good scene. And then let's see, I wanna I wanna talk about the um the 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 fight scene with like the kids with Chris Hemsworth. <laughs> Oh yeah, that was funny. <laughs> I was, was laughing so, so hard. And the spoiler alert, that is my upvote for this movie. It was just he was just slapping kids. He literally slapped a kid. <laughs> like that's, Oh that, my that gosh. Was, yes, that I was, was awesome. I was dying so hard during the, that entire scene. I loved it so freaking. Yeah, yeah cuz you could just see he's like, "Well, what do I even do here?" <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Right. I guess and, I'll just slap him. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't want to kill him. Right. Kids. Exactly. And, and oh my gosh, it's so funny. <laughs> but, but yeah, dude, I, that was, that was my favorite scene by far. Do you guys have your favorite scene or is your favorite scene? The, the, the one cut scene. Uh, I don't know if the one cut one thing was my favorite. I, I guess I don't know. I don't really know that I have a favorite scene to be honest. Yeah, I think I don't know. I think like that I did think that car chase. I remember watching the movie and the car chase kind of like Kyle was saying like, "Oh, this is actually really good cinema." You know, like this is really well shot and really cool. Mm-hmm. Um so I guess that's, you know, that might be my up. I did get really excited when David Harbour showed yes. up um, i was yeah. not expecting that at all i definitely was not and uh so i yeah i thought that was really cool and then when he turned bad i was kind of like man it, i really do feel like this movie is just kind of like a hit list of it's like an all-star cast of moments from other movies other the, yeah, better classic. action movies that they just kind of took there's the scene where there's like foreshadowing of this good guy you think is going to be, uh, or you think he's a good guy. Then you think he's a bad guy. Then you think he's a good guy. And then I honestly, I think one of I don't think it's my down vote, but it's the thing that really annoyed me when, uh, Chris Hemsworth first wakes up and he's having like the flashbacks with his kid. I was just kind of like, of course, <laughs> you know, like how many times have I seen basically that exact same thing where he sees something, then he has a flashback to this like unfocused scene on a beach yeah. where the, you think there's a little kid or something. You always know. a beach. It's always right. It's always a beach. Oh. <laughs> and that, and like, that whole thing, I'm pretty sure started with Gladiator, the movie Gladiator. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. so i yeah i got a little so, like, annoyed at that, that literally once i saw that i knew there were two separate outcomes of the movie and you know i was 100 percent spot on with one of them and at the end of the movie april's just like so shook about everything and i was like i predicted that within the first two minutes like right <laughs> you know like <laughs> i knew exactly what this movie was gonna be right 
but I just I thought that was super cliche, and especially like when he went in and he started, uh, like he started taking pills with whiskey or whatever he was drinking. I was like, oh, so he's dealing with addiction too, and like not that that's not a a thing that happens, but I'm just kind of like I feel like I've seen this before. It's just a cookie cutter of a bunch of different classic tropes, you know. It's- right. But this I mean, movie, like we said, it didn't bring anything new to the table. Right. But I mean, it's still, it was, as we said, it was still entertaining. I, I, none of us said that it was a waste of time. We just thought it was, no. you know, if you if you like action movies and you want to see an action movie then definitely yes watch this movie you know if you're bored at home like so, yeah many sometimes people are. you just need the mindless entertainment that like Kyle said that uh comes with these kinds of movies like right transformer movies or the pacific rim movies or the fast and furious movie like there's just there is a place for them um, right but but yeah <laughs> we can get into it's actually probably going to be my downvote, but one of the things that annoyed me the most, and it probably happens in other action movies. I'm sure it happens in like John wick and everything, but um, this movie, I don't know. It felt a little like kind of fast and the furious. I like the most recent, I think Hobbs and Shaw was the most recent one that I saw. And that one's just completely ridiculous. Like, these two guys are basically they're basically Superman fighting these people. Like the rock is running around, you know, punching people through walls and everything. And that's just absurd. And this movie never had that. But like when, uh, when Chris Hemsworth like fell from the, the first floor of that thing, then he gets run over by the car. And then I was like, okay, so I know that he's, not uh like i know that he's not dead but also he kind of should be and when uh like especially when the other dude who saju i think yeah when he when chris hemsworth hits him with the truck and he goes flying into the other truck and like dents it and is rolling around on the so ground hard when that happened it's well the yeah like work was so obvious but it was so good <laughs> when i when i saw that i was like okay movie pick a lane because there are some moments where it is actually kind of like the fight scenes are pretty realistic like he's not I guess relatively realistic. Like he's not throwing people through walls and all that stuff. There, it, it is kind of hand to hand combat a little bit. But when that scene happened, I was like, okay, is is this going to be Fast and the Furious ridiculous, where these two people are just invincible and like they could do whatever they want, or is it going to be like an actual? Is it going to be try to be a little bit realistic? Um, and I think they played with that line. I think they went a little too far unrealistic for how realistic the rest of the movie was. Yeah, no, I, I definitely agree. But like kind of on that same line, like with the realism, one thing that I really appreciated about this movie was that like, oh, the bad guy got shot once he's dead. Didn't happen. Like they had to shoot the bad guys several times 
in order for like them to die. Like, so like first couple shots was to knock them down and then they would finish them. Whereas in like a lot of movies, it's just like one bullet and then they're down and then they right. never see them again. I think they played on the realism side, like with that really well. Um, and then they went onto the uh, more absurd side with the ammunition and how the magazines would have like 30 round pistol magazines. Right. Um, <laughs> without having to reload. And so I think they teetered back and forth. Um, but like, I think I don't necessarily know if it's like a bad thing. Cause that just kind of comes with these kinds of movies. Um, teetering back and forth between the realms of what's possible and what's not, you know? Yeah. That's kind of what I was going to say. I mean, that's like, you know, every hardcore action movie, you know, there's an element and, of that. And I honestly, I think they did a pretty good job about that. One thing that I actually really enjoyed about this movie is it like, they knew what kind of movie they were making and they didn't like, they just, they just stepped into it, you know, like this movie like spent almost no time developing backstory and they just instantly got into the action. Basically. I think we like, we maybe spent like maybe five or maybe 10 minutes developing like the different characters and then boom, everything's going. Right. I, I, I like, I was just like, thank you for not like trying to make your movie more serious than what you know it needs to be. So I appreciated that. Yeah, I th- that I think that was kind of nice, and I bet you that's part of the the goal with like the cliche flashback yeah. to the mm-hmm. beach is just because they're like, all right, you've seen this a whole bunch of times, you know what's happening, and then with the pills thing, it's like, yeah, you've seen this a bunch of times, you know what's happening, um, and then you know when that lady shows up, it's kind of it's kind of like, yeah, you've you know you know what's going on. I I was also a little annoyed and kind of sad that uh, basically everybody dies, and I was just like, why, why did that have to happen? And I know I know it comes along with movies like this, but I was just kind of like, um, like at the end, I was just kind of hoping for a good ending, which I know isn't or I guess t- kind of a happy ending, which I know isn't realistic for these movies, especially when these movies are rated R. Um, it like, was rated R? Yes, it was. Like, people people <laughs> are going to die. Um, and But I just felt like, you know, at the very end, when the other lady shows up with her whole team and basically everybody gets taken out and then like the guys on the boat and the sniper dude, like everybody just gets taken out. And I was kind of like, man, why do we have to, you know, like why, why does that have to happen? Like, you know, mission impossible where everybody's cover gets blown. It was, I was just kind of like, why does everybody, why does, why does that have to be the, the thing, you know, why, why does there have to be a sad ending to this movie for certain people? You know, so I don't know. I feel like in these, like I feel like these movies or at least this movie understands very well that like the situation that they're in doesn't like, you know, if something like this were to happen in real life, there is not a happy ending. <laughs> like it, it's, you know, I don't know. 
I feel like it comes with the territory of, of the type of movie and you know the type of stuff. Yeah, and I'm, I'm I guess part of it is just because I was hoping that it was going to be at least a little different from all the other action movies I've seen because I knew going into it seeing a bunch of other action movies I was like okay well there's probably going to be just a few people that get out and there's going to be a lot of people that die besides you know the bad guys that we don't care about there's going to be a lot of people on the team that we're rooting for and I was just hoping that they were going to kind of get around that and not do the exact same thing that all these other movies have done. But yeah, but then we come out of the movie saying, "Oh my gosh, these guys are way too like powerful. They're basically They're super. You, mm-hmm. yeah, exactly. <laughs> like there's no happy. I don't know, you know, because if nobody does die, then I feel like we're having that conversation. I also think Davis." You like movies to just be wrapped up in a bow and like have a happy ending. Am I wrong? Um, I think no. I think it's it just kind of depends. I do remember when I first had Movie Pass, um, and I was watching. There were just it was just what was coming out, but I was watching a bunch of movies like um, Annihilation, where the ending is kind of vague and ambiguous, and um. I think maybe Sicario or Sicario 2 came out. And, but there are a bunch of movies like that where all the endings were vague or kind of sad or kind of weird. Um, you don't know what's happening. And then I watched, maybe it was like Pacific Rim or something. It was like a all those movies were rated R. And then I watched a PG-13 movie. And I, I was as I was watching, um, I was like, oh, man, there's characters were in some perilous situation i was like oh man one of them's gonna go down something's gonna happen and then i was like wait this movie is pg-13 yeah we're gonna get a happy ending and then we did i was like oh cool (laughs) so i think i think well i think part of it is just that i wasn't i wasn't super in the mood to watch a movie like that i think i will always be in the mood to watch um like a kind of fantasy or sci-fi type movie depending on how good the quality is but uh with this i think with this movie i was a little less in the mood actually when at the end of it i was like oh man i was feeling a little down and so i watched the new seinfeld special jerry seinfeld is a new special on netflix Ooh, I almost watched it, it was it was pretty good but um yeah i was like man so I think I definitely I definitely do appreciate and I like when movies have the ambiguous ending. Um but I think for this one I was just hoping that they'd do something different. So I I appreciate both, I'd say. Yeah. And like when I said like in the beginning I had two outcomes, like the two outcomes were A, you know, he does die and B like he essentially adopts the kid, you know, uh-huh. and I would have been happy with both, you know, right? Which and that kinda, been, you that were kind of right more. with both. It's it's like Schrodinger's movie, basically. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, that's true. But yeah, so like if if the last five minutes is him like kind of getting out of this life and like you know raising the kid, like that's your more happy ending, but still kind of you know realistic in a way, right? But yeah, I mean, they foreshadowed him like dying, you know, first five minutes when 
she's like, oh, you're just trying to catch a bullet. And you're like, yep. <laughs> you know what kind of movie this is going to be? Right. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, no. You're right. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else about this movie. I thought I thought Chris Hemsworth did a great job acting. Like I I feel like it was a very different role for him than we're used to, and I appreciated it. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I think he he did do a really good job, and it was really he was he was really fun to watch. When you say different yeah, role, was, do you mean like him being more in like like comedy? Like I feel like we I think we've just gotten used to seeing him as Thor, you know. And that's, I guess, maybe that's just a me thing. I mean, he was in in Men in Black and... Right, but But even all those, it was pretty pretty light. Like, it was still action, but it was still pretty light. And he could kind of drift into the more serious. But I feel like this time, it was a lot more... He's serious the whole time, then he drifts into a little bit the comedy. But... um, I don't don't know. I I agree. I think the comedy aspect of Thor is kind of like more of a newer thing because definitely in like the first two, Thor wasn't meant to be like a Guardians of the Galaxy until like T- yeah, T- walk- yeah. But I but I also feel like it wasn't the most like serious. I don't know. I oh. yeah. yeah I right. just have to go back and watch it. I remember. I think it was maybe Thor Ragnarok watching it, and I was like, was Thor always this? funny and lighthearted or is this just like a new thing it was just a new thing thor was like struggling so hard and they were just like let's try something different and so because that was that was thor one and two were the lowest ranking of the marvel movies yeah they're just people people aren't huge fans of calling an audible i don't know i think i think this is a very similar role i'm looking up like some of his other stuff um to like other things he's yeah, done. Yeah, I just pulled up his IMDb and I see Extraction 2. So Yeah, I know. I was, was about to say that. Apparently. There you go. <laughs> yep. Extraction yep, 2. Well, so he's alive, guys. <laughs> yep. Um, but like he's got like 12 Strong, which he was a pretty similar role in there. Oh, that's true. I forgot about that movie. Um, that was a decent movie. And so there's like Black Hat or Rush. He was in Red Dawn. Uh, yeah, I think it was. Yeah, the remake. I don't remember. Dude, speaking right of Rush, that is a phenomenal movie if you guys haven't seen it. I actually haven't, but I kind of know the premise. But Oh, um, he was in Bad Times at the El Royale, too. Yeah, th- I actually loved that movie. That's a good movie. Uh, did we see it together? I think I saw it. No, I saw it with Jacob on his birthday. That's why. I, okay, never mind. <laughs> he hated it. <laughs> <laughs> I, th- I loved it. Kyle, have you seen that movie? I have seen it, yeah. It's good. I'm gonna. I would see basically anything with John Hamm in it. I think I'm. I'm gonna like. So, who's John Hamm? <laughs> He's uh, in that one. He was. I forget what it was, but he was in uh, Mad Men. Oh yes, 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 dude. Baby I, Driver. I love. And, I yeah. love John Hamm. He's such a good actor. He's he's awesome. Like he's such a great dramatic actor, but also he's hilarious. He's a hilarious comedic actor. Hmm. He, so. He's really good, but yeah. Well, we've kind of drifted from uh, extraction, but I think that's mostly because we don't really have a whole lot left to say. Right? <laughs> Should we do upvotes um, and downvotes? I mean, yeah, I've kind of already said mine. Um, did I say my downvote? 
I don't uh no. I don't think okay. so. Well, mine was the upvote was the the kid slapping fight. I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> I just loved it. Um, downvote uh, at the very end when the uh, I don't know his name, but the guy that reminds me of the Duke of Hands from the Red Rising trilogy, um, or uh, El oh, Pablo the, Escobar, the whatever. yeah, the drug lord guy. Yeah, when he's like with the binoculars watching the bridge and like he can like he's reacting to like people getting sniped it's like you can't see that Stop. yeah don't pretend don't pretend that's true doing? that that really bothered me um so that was my down vote and yeah um which i think that's like just a very minor thing so overall i think this movie did a fairly good job Kyle um okay about like I don't know. I think it's it's the movie sets out to be exactly what it is and it does a good job of doing that. Like, you know, it's just what I wanted in that moment, a mindless action movie that I could just enjoy. And I thought it did really well. Um Downvote. Let's see. I think it could have been a little shorter. Yep. Yeah. That was actually something I meant to say. Um I a hundred percent agree about that. I do remember when the uh, like I went up to to go to the bathroom, or I was gonna go to the bathroom, and then I was just like, I'll just see how long, how much left the the movie there is. And I think it was when like Chris Hemsworth went in the water, and then I looked at how much time was left, and I was like, there's 16 minutes left. What are they gonna do for 16 minutes? And it was like the very end, where it said eight months later, and the kid was walking on the diving board thing, and then. That got done, and then I realized the credits were 13 minutes long. <laughs> what? <laughs> I didn't. Yeah, that. I think it's because okay. there. I'm sure it's because there were like so many. You I know, guess that makes it a little bit everything. better. It's a little better, but still, I did think. I remember like, like 50 40. minutes in, stopping and going to the bathroom. And I was like, I don't. What's? <laughs> can we kind of? you know, speed this up. Like, I feel like the, that first action sequence, there was a whole lot. And then they were kind of resting in that like little office place. I was kind of like, okay, I've, you know, I know it's going to happen. I, do we really need to play this whole thing out a whole bunch, but I don't know. It's still good. Does that mean right. I should do my upvotes and downvotes? Yeah. Uh, upvote. I I don't know. I think the I appreciated that the like silence. Uh, you know, this when he was shooting with the silencer, it wasn't like some movies. I think the Bond movies when shoots with when they shoot guns with silencers it like makes no noise it makes this little clicking sound or something which totally mm-hmm. isn't what would happen but so i did appreciate yeah. that that there was actual like noise and then downvote i don't know i would say that the movie is too predictable but that's kind of not their fault like they just that's what the movie is um so i guess downvote would be i think they played too much it got the the realism became unrealistic really quick and i think it just kind of took you out of the movie 
where yeah it didn't it didn't make a whole lot of sense but there you go Ta-da. that was our review of the extraction um we're about 45 minutes in we'll ask the age-old question what you consuming okay i guess i'll kick it off um so i've been i've been falling behind on all my tv shows you know just because life got busy right but i started catching back up on ozark so i've been watching that recently when i you know get 30 minutes an hour to myself or whatever don't have to deal with the puppy but it's just so phenomenal uh jason bateman just does a crazy good job acting and like the acting in that show and, and the plot is so good I feel like you guys would like it. I feel like Brandon would really like it. I have heard that it's really good. It is so good. I actually know nothing about it. So it's it's essentially about like money laundering. Oh, okay. Um, And I feel like it's very smart. Just like, you know, at first, like in the beginning of the show, just how they explain things is very, uh, what's that one movie? The big short, you know, like how they kind of explain things in the big short. Uh It kind of felt like that. Um, but yeah, and then just like the plot moving forward from there, I feel like is very smart and keeps you guessing on your toes. So yeah, I do suggest um, there's like a bunch of strip club scenes because like they own a strip club. Like that's part of what they launder money through. So hmm. you do have to deal with that. But that's really like, there's really, I mean, I think through the first two seasons, there's like maybe like a few sex scenes and I think like one or two of them show nudity. So it's like, it's not very, you know, sex heavy yeah. type of a show, uh-huh. which I appreciate. Cause a lot of the TV mature Netflix, HBO shows kind of get that way. And it's like, yeah, I don't really want that. Mm-hmm. So right. anyway, that's what I've been watching. Also Songland. If you don't watch that, it's on Hulu. It's super good. Davis, you'd love it. Isn't that the one where this girl, like, she has a playlist for everything and people just kind of break out in the song or is that no i have no idea what you're talking about i think about. it's called like essentially jesse's playlist or something what it yeah you explain what you're saying so songland is essentially i think it's yeah it's nbc and basically uh what it is is songwriters they bring in a few different songwriters and then they bring in um you know famous bands and then Essentially, it's the famous band person, whatever, and three producers. Um, I'm trying to remember all their names. Esther Dean, Robert oh, yeah. Tedder, and Shane Donald Lossing. Yeah, so Esther Dean, Shane McNally, McAnally, however you say it, and then Ryan Tedder, who's One Republic. Uh, so they're like producers, and then, you know, the artist who comes on for the episode listens to the four songs. They pick three of the four to like continue to the next round. And then the songwriters work with one of the three producers to like create a song for that artist. And it's like, it's very fun and cool to watch and see like that whole process. Hmm. And also like Ryan Tedder's just a genius. So. Okay. That sounds cool. Check it out. It's really good. Cool. And some of the songs that come out of it are like really good. Like I listen to them fairly often. Cool. All right. Yeah. So that's that's what I've been watching. Davis, you want to go? Uh, yeah. So I have, as you both know, I read a lot of books, but 
recently i have not been able to do that nearly as much because i'm not on a train for two hours every day um so before this all happened i got a book called wool by hugh howie and it's actually really cool it's about it's kind of post-apocalyptic people living in a silo and um like life in this silo and they have like the top floor there's screens all around so you can see um this basically the wasteland that's around and if you ever have any thoughts or feelings of wanting to go outside it's basically a death sentence where they like put you in this hazmat suit and they call it go to cleaning because your job is to go outside go to the sensors like clean them off because their suits aren't good enough to like go outside clean and then come back so that's basically like their walk the plank basically is you go outside clean and then uh wander off and die basically um but it's it's a really interesting book i'm it's kind of going slow through it i'm like three quarters of the way through um but it's really good and i've been watching on youtube i've actually been watching a lot of uh bon appetit their youtube stuff they're like a cooking channel they are super awesome and really entertaining and i wish that i worked there because they all seem like awesome people um and also i've been watching a lot of like disney classic movies because uh my fiance and i that's right i have a fiance now instead of girlfriend that happened i guess last week yeah um but we all of the optional opinions hosts are officially off the market yeah so sorry about you but there are plenty of other fish in the sea um but anyway man complaining about cliches (laughs) (laughs) we always wanted like there's so many shows because she's bored uh at home and i'm at home trying to watch a show but and there's so many shows that we want to watch but we want to watch them together so like we want to watch psych and we want to start watching marvelous mrs Maisel, and we want to watch brooklyn 99 um but it's so much easier when you're married but well yeah that's the thing is that <laughs> we i don't want to we don't want to start a show that we can't binge together you yeah. know like it's not going to be easy for us to be like oh let's watch a few episodes of that so we haven't started anything and in lieu of that we've just watched a bunch of classic movies on disney plus like i think a couple days ago we watched hercules we watched uh brother bear we watched dude brother bear is so underrated oh yeah brother bear is great i forget what else we watched we've been watching uh disney fantasy weddings which is pretty entertaining and also don't get any ideas. Dude, <laughs> oh, those, no. I'm sure those people oh, are spending no. like hundreds of thousands of dollars oh, for on their sure. weddings. So they're taking out loans. Oh yeah. One of the, one of the girls got married in front of, well, actually two people got married in front of the castle 
One of them was like on Main Street, and their actual ceremony, I think, was either at midnight or 1 a.m. And then this other lady got married like directly in front of the castle, and her ceremony was sunrise at started at 6 a.m. I think. Oh my gosh! And I don't know. That'd be cool, but also I heard it's like eighty thousand dollars or ninety thousand dollars just oh. for the venue. If you want to get married in front of the castle, and I was like, ah, oh my gosh, no, <laughs> dude. For what it is, that's actually cheaper than I thought it would be. Yeah. So, like, still a crazy amount of money that I would never dish out, but for what you're getting, I feel like it. I, I expected more. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I think I honestly think even if I had all the money in the world, I don't know if I'd get married there. Like. <laughs> Kenzie actually made a good point. She's like, "So you're telling me that we would have the park all to ourselves, and we couldn't go on any of the rides; just have to get married and then go to a reception." So that's a good point. Yeah, yeah you can't. You know, nothing. It's probably open. like another twenty thousand to uh, pay people to be there to let you ride the rides. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. They'd have to staff it. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, Brandon, what you consuming? So, Cassie and I have consumed quite a bit since our last episode. Um, I believe when uh, the last episode aired, we were consuming berry. So, that's, oh, yeah. that's done. That was great. Yeah, it um, is. Excited for season three. Um, we I thought there was st- no season three. I think there's supposed to be. Oh, okay. Cool. Maybe Continue. I'm wrong. But uh, we started and finished uh, Silicon Valley. Um, yeah. Yeah, that was a yes, great show. I love that show. I freaking <laughs> love it so much. Uh-huh. Oh, oh man. We could do a whole episode on that. Oh, <laughs> I'd be down. Great. Um, and now Cassie and I have started The Walking Dead. Oh, um, I, I thought you already watched that. So I watched it um, up to season six. Um, and then I kind of fell off. Not because I got bored, but just because like I was watching other stuff and I'd caught up to the current season. And I hate watching once a week. And it wasn't on Netflix. And I just I just hadn't gotten back. Um, and so Cassie is watching it. And once she gets caught up to where I left off, then we'll start watching it consistently together. Um, I watch it with her. But like, kind of like every other episode. Um, but but that's been fun. Um, I, I like going back and like knowing everything that's gonna happen and like seeing some of the foreshadowing that the that the show was doing. Um, it's been pretty cool. So, and then uh, along with the Disney route that uh, Davis was going, well, I don't, it's DreamWorks, I think. So yeah. Um, we watched the the Prince of Egypt the other day. Yes, and I hadn't seen that since I was probably Dude, like class. like maybe seven, and like I like I don't remember like I didn't remember it like hardly like I remember specific scenes happening, but like it was really good. Um, I really enjoyed that movie. Um, I was really impressed with the animation too, especially for the time that it came out and the songs and the, yeah. Yeah, everything about that movie. I watched it so many times. It, like I've seen it so many times in my life. It was not something that like I grew up with. Like I maybe saw it, like I said, once, but 
Yeah, it was it was really good. I'm surprised uh, it wasn't something that I grew up with, to be honest. I'm surprised my parents didn't like shove that down my throat. It is kind of <laughs> funny. Uh, like, did you know that Steve Martin and Martin mm-hmm. Short are in that? Like, yeah, it's weird going back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's weird going back and looking at stuff. Like, Joaquin Phoenix is the bear. He's the main character in Brother Bear. And I had what? no idea. Yeah, I had no idea until I went back and watched. I was like, that totally is him. That's hilarious. Yeah. Uh, that's about it. Um, let's end this episode by saying um, your name and then who you, which movie actor would you like to come and rescue you in a situation that you were in need of rescuing? <laughs> um, <laughs> okay. I didn't think about how I was going to say that until like movie actor, like, what, so like, like in extraction. Like Born, yeah. So if like you needed rescuing and you had to have some fictional character, um, rescue you. Oh, like okay. Tyler or like Jason Bourne or John Wick. Right. Who right. would you want? So not the actual, not actor, the actual. Okay. The fictional, okay. the fictional character. So, Understood. Got it. <laughs> Got uh, it. Do you want to go, David? I mean, I feel like this is pretty, pretty obvious. But I, Davis and I, I choose Star Lord because Chris Pratt's awesome, and also Star Lord w- would be fun. Yep. Yeah, he seems reliable. <laughs> <laughs> it, it works out in the end. <laughs> My name is Brandon, and I would. I would definitely choose John Wick. Um, he just seems like the kind of guy that. To, yeah, I feel like I feel like that's the to, obvious to get answer. The, yeah, I know. I was trying to go for something funny, but like you know, it's if I if I'm needing rescuing, that's not a funny business. You know, I, I <laughs> John Wick. John Wick's the guy. Can I pick from an animated movie? Yeah, sure. Ooh, okay. My range has just been brought. <laughs> you gotta pick Toothless. I need like. Dude, I I was thinking about picking Hiccup. (laughs) Just because then you could meet Toothless. Literally. And I could fly on a dragon. (laughs) All right, that's what it is. Kyle has arterial motives. (laughs) Yes. I mean, here's the thing. You got to think not only short term, but long term, right? I mean, when your kind of life is on the line and you're needing rescued, there's not a whole lot of long term thinking that happens, I don't think. Dude, I would think through it. Because the Night Fury is obviously going to save me. And then long term, I just made a friend with the Night Fury. So <laughs> my name's Kyle, and I choose Hiccup. There you go. All right. Well, good stuff, guys. Yeah. <laughs> All right. B- bye. Peace. Peace. <laughs>